Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Hello and welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. Uh, I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeff, and uh, it's a Star Wars flavor of the show. We're coming up, near, we're nearing the end of the original Kenner line. We have, I think, six more to go after this one. Yep. Here so we, we have an idea of what we're going to do after that, but we're going to wait to announce it until we're done. But uh, I'm very excited, and I think Taylor's very excited. So yes. you'll just have to sit and wonder for the next seven or eight, actually probably closer to eight or nine months, because we have a kind of a, a, a break in between there as well. Yep. So uh, you're welcome, folks. But we are here <laughs> to talk about uh, Barada, from the Return of the Jedi or Power of the Force line. Uh, he came out in 1985 on the Power of the Force uh, card. And uh, he is uh, one of a trio. Klaatu, Barada, and Nikto were were workers in Jabba's palace. And of course, mm -hmm. that's a reference to uh, the day the Earth stood still. I, I do wonder why he never made a Gort. Because the line is Gort, Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. I don't know. Maybe maybe there is somebody named Gort and we just never got a figure. Maybe the Weakway's name was Gort. Ooh, maybe so. Yeah. And they just changed That's a good it. question, though. Interesting. And here's what a troglodyte I was in high school uh, <laughs> when I saw Army of Darkness for the first time and there was a reference to Klaatu, Barad, and Nikto. I said, oh, that's a reference to Return of the Jedi. And then found out like a year later, it's actually a reference to an older movie. And I was like, oh, I'm glad nobody there knew any better than I did. Yeah. Call I, me out on it. I happen to know because I grew up in that that very old sci-fi home where they where it was uh, Turner movie classics were always on and so I had seen um the day the earth is still at a very young age along with like war of the worlds right. and invaders from mars and like that was just in space vampires so yeah I actually just got the uh, the uh, 1950s war of the worlds on blu-ray criterion blu-ray nice yeah, I really like that movie. Yeah, I do too. Uh, saw that when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, big fan. So anyway, but we're here to talk about Barada. Uh, you did. I'm assuming you did not have one of these when you were a kid. I did not. Um, I did not. The first time that I I looked at one was the one that was bequeathed over to my child, um, and I was looking. I was like, "Wow, this is really like 
not only is it a hard to find figure, it's really cool looking. That is a really cool figure. Uh, and yes, you're welcome. Bequeath to him <laughs> by me. Uh, and he, this figure came out on the card, but I never got it on the card. I got it with the uh, Return of the Jedi series exclusive Jabba the Hutt dungeon uh, action playset. You got mm -hmm. Barada, EV-99, and a Mana Man. That's how I got my Mana Man. Ah, and your EV-99. Well. Yes, as well. So, um, the, uh, the, there are no, uh, there are no real, uh, variations on this one. There's no, no real variations at all known by this guy. Uh, the story behind this guy was, uh, I believe, uh, his, uh, his species was sort of in indentured servitude to Jabba the Hutt and their wages were exactly the same as what he charged them for room and board. So they basically just had to work for him. Mm -hmm. Until they died. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this card back first before we dive into the figure. Uh, this card back, the image on this card back just looks like a guy that they put in the costume and said, okay, stand there and let us take your picture. It does not look like an action pose at all, does it to you? <laughs> it does not. It does not. So like he's wearing the perfect puffy shirt from Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it reminds me of... Um, of... Uh, uh, of like just a picture that they would take for like their archives. I'm like, here, just use this one. So right. Like taking a picture of him on the skiff because he's on the, he's actually on the skiff with uh, Luke and them at one point. Um, and I believe that there's another similar to him on Java cell barge as well. But I think you're right. And it's probably the same actor, but they're not, uh, I'm trying to remember. They're not Biss. They're, um, uh, we we saw them in the book of Boba Fett. There's a uh, there was a whole colony of them with the the butchers that were down in the city. Yeah, I think Barada. If I'm not mistaken, I think Barada is the species. Is the species okay? I think so. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we did on the Mandalorian, or you know, it was Book of Boba Fett. That's right, it was book, book of Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, but it was the Mandalorian. It was the Mandalorian episode. It That's was the, the backdoor pilot to a show that is going into its third, that it already had two seasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't get me started on that. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. And the other thing that's interesting about this picture is his shirt is not yellow. It's no. all white. Sleeves and tunic are white. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I, forever I thought maybe it was a discoloration, but it's it's not. It's Nope. They have the, the center portion of the shirt colored yellow like it's a vest and then the puffy sleeves done in the white. The other thing that I find interesting about this figure is his stance. He's bulky and kind of muscled yeah. up. And he reminds me a lot of um, kind the of power of the force two figures with the power of the force two figures, which is yep. kind of odd because at this point we don't get these figures that are this, you know, kind of bulked out and stanced out like this. So he definitely stands apart from a lot of the other figures in the line. He does. Yeah, he does. And, and, you know, it was the nearing the end of the line and they were really had sort of figured out a lot of the uh, technology of it and the tooling and everything. So um, this one looks a little more. Um, there's a little more going on than we had with a lot of uh, of the other figures that we've discussed so far. So let's let's get to the figure. So the uh, the this this figure based on this photo, if you're looking at them side by side, it's pretty screen accurate other than the you know, he's sort of bulky. Um and the yellow on his shirt. But other than that, like, you know, he's got the headband on, he's got the bandolier going across his chest. He's got the, the belt with the pouches on it. Mm -hmm. uh, really, really cool. 
Uh, but let's start like we always do. Let's start at his head. Now, he's got basically their bulldogs is what their heads look like. Yes. They get the jowls that hang down over over their mouths. Um, he's got black eyes and the skin is very green. Now, they did a good job, I feel like, um, sculpting the face because you can see a lot of detail with his, his teeth. And you've got like some wrinkles around his jowls and, and in his eyes. But other than that, it seems a little plain to me. And I would have liked it to be not maybe as shiny. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you on that. There's there's a little bit of texturing on the, the head moving away from the face, heading up to the top of the head. But when you get to the actual face portion, you've got, you know, cheekbone details. You've got some wrinkles around the eyes. The nose is nice and turned up. And it looks the part, it looks great, but that plastic that they, they chose is so shiny that it, it, it makes it look like a toy instead of being a representation of the character. And it's almost like if they could have sculpted this in the red and then painted the face much like they did the chest, I think having that paint dull it down a little bit would have made it look more the part. Because it's like Agreed. the paint itself is kind of a grayish green, but the plastic that they use is a gray green with a gloss to it. So it makes it look more green than anything else. Yeah, it almost makes it look like he's wearing a helmet of some sort. Yes. And yeah. it's especially striking set against that that headband, which we'll talk about next, which goes around the top of his head and around the back. It is kind of a duller, um, kind of a maroon, kind of a light maroon color. Yep. Uh, and I really like the way they've done it. It's they've got it given him kind of the almost a, a Rambo um, headband because it goes around and it's tied in a knot at the back and then it flares out. So it's almost like it's there to cover his neck. Yeah. Almost like a, a handkerchief that he's tied around his head rather than a headband. I think I think that might be just some some artistic um, uh, take on it just to, to kind of add some fabric to it. Because I don't, you know, looking at the. Looking at the photo, oh, okay, it does, it does kind of go out a little bit further and, and hangs down and goes out a little bit more. Instead of it being, looking at the, the photo of him, instead of it being just a small strip of fabric, like Rambo, it's actually kind of folded on itself. And so whatever's yeah. tied in the back is now let loose in the back. And they did a good job with, they did a good job with the fabric work on there, the fold work on that. Yeah. I think it looks really nice. Every every time now that I'm gonna look at this figure, now that you mentioned Rambo, all I can see is the intro opening of Rambo and the Force of Freedom with that music, <laughs> with him, you know, tying his band and shoving the knife yeah. in his boot. Right. <laughs> I'll never take Brada seriously again. Because you took him so seriously up until now. Sure. <laughs> And so we don't have a whole lot of we don't have a whole lot of texturing uh, on the top of his head or anything. It's all fairly smooth. So going down from there to the torso, we have you know this this sort of um, meringue yellow. I don't know. Meringue is usually white, so it's a, it's a kind of an almost. Um, it's like a lemon meringue. Um, it's yeah, it really is. It kind of is. Uh, and he's got this this huge collar that flares out in the uh, the the. Uh, Bandolier goes up under one of the collars, so I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the skin under his uh, under his uh, chin there on his chest because the, the 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 shirt flares open. 
it's almost looks like he's got scales, but it's not. I guess he's probably just dry because he's been out in the sun. Yeah, it's very pitted. The, there's there's a little bit on the top of his head, um, heading towards the back of the headband. There's a little bit of weathering that looks like kind of dried skin. And I think what they've done under the neck is they're trying to accomplish that same sort of look. But this is where like this sort of sculpting gets kind of weird because it looks more like an Adam's apple and a rose of corn underneath. So it does look scaly instead of it being just dried skin. It, It doesn't, it doesn't match what we've gotten in the head and even looking at the hands it doesn't quite match with what we what we have. So this part feels a little off to me. I can see that. And, you know, talking about the uh, the shirt, I'm going to call it a tunic because it, I, I'm assuming it's all the same thing. I wonder if they did that because they were expecting the arms to yellow like the old Stormtrooper arms did. Oh, I don't know. So that they would match eventually. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'd like to think that maybe, maybe they were thinking that far ahead, but I... I honestly feel like, like maybe they yeah, had no, white wasn't. on it, and it just didn't, it didn't look right. I feel like maybe it they, probably they would have looked weird, just yeah. to kind of break up the monotony of the white. And and I like the yellow because it does, especially with those the pants that sort of match his headband. We'll get to them, but I think it's a good, um, it's a good. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Taylor? Uh, compliment. What's the opposite of compliment? Um, we'll go with compliment. Okay. They compliment each other. <laughs> I could not, I, I could not remember what the opposite of a compliment was. I was going to say, uh, well, it's not insult. It does, it does but it, uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, it offsets it nicely. Offsets I'll it. say they okay. offset one another nicely. And we get, you know, it's, it's broken up because we've got the, the gray of his bandolier that comes down and he's got two big pouches on the bandolier. And I like that the bandolier has, you know, it's got like uh, a seam it looks like on either side. And then the middle is like a band going down the middle. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of bunched up a little bit. Uh, and that sort of negates the need for a lot of fold work. We don't have a lot of fold work on this shirt. We have a lot down where it's tucked into his belt. And a little bit up at each at his like his left shoulder, but that's it. It's very, very um, subtle. It's yeah, it's very subtle. And then his belt, you know, we talked about his belt. He's got you know pouches on the front, that big pouch on the front, and then he's got a nice buckle, and you can actually see where it's looped through the buckle. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's got uh, at each of his shoulders, he's got these these gray circles going around them, and I, I, I can't really tell. Okay, they're they're attached to his backpack. Yes. Which is also um, attached to the bandolier. Yeah. So this is this is the part that kind of. Oh, I see it now. I see it. Yeah. Th- this this part. Explain kind it of... to me because I don't. Okay. So the bandolier. If if you look at his front, is that a canteen it's attached to? Yes. So he has a okay. bandolier that has a strap, and the strap, instead of it going across his back. The strap goes to the canteen and then I guess drops below the backpack. And if you look at the backpack to the left-hand side, the strap starts to continue on and travel around his front. So he's got both a backpack 
and a bandolier with a canteen on it. And the canteen sits above the backpack. So it's kind of all okay. forced together. The The part that weirds me out is a strap. Instead of the strap going behind the straps of the backpack and kind of continuing off across his body, when it gets to the canteen, it drops completely down. And then the strap for the other side starts underneath the backpack, which shouldn't be the case. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, that shouldn't be the case at all, unless it's attached to the backpack. But then you got to think about the headache of trying to get in and out of that thing. That's what I was thinking. I'm wondering if 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 it snaps like where it's connected to the uh, the canteen. I'm wondering if it like fastens there and he just has to unhook it to get to the canteen and then he can just sling it back over his back again. I don't know. It's it's oh, weird. No. That that's a that's a weird design choice. And it's kind of it... But again, you look at the photo he's got and this is what he looks like. He's got a bandolier on and he's got a backpack on. Yeah. It's odd. It is very odd. It just where that strap is that 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 kind of bothers that bothers me because it doesn't look real now, right? But again, that's that's kind of how it was designed. The backpack is is interesting. It's got a little bit of uh, of um, texturing to it and a little bit of design where you can see the flap that that closes it, and you can see where it fastens on either side. And then there's something in the middle that looks like it may be like a, a handle or something. I can't really tell. Yeah. And uh, the only the only problem I have with the the way that they've done the straps is if you look at his right arm, and it may just be this particular sample that we're seeing on Rebel Scum. Uh, there's a there's a definite break in the paint there, not on the right, not on the uh, the left side, but there is on the right side. I'm looking for it on the on the back. No, on his shoulder. Oh, yeah, where where the uh, the straps go around his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to check. I'd have to check the the one you gave Elijah. I, it, I'm from what I remember. I feel like that one's pretty solid all the way across. So it probably is. Like I said, they they had sort of mastered everything at this point. Yeah. So uh, his arms again. He's got kind of the puffy sleeves. Uh, they've got some nice fold work going there. They're not as puffy as some of the ones we've seen, mm-hmm. but we do have uh, some some reasonable fold work on that, uh, especially at the elbows. Uh, coming down into the cuffs, and I like that one of them, the left side, the cuff, the the fabric is sort of drooping down over the cuff so the cuff only looks like it's about half as tall as the cuff on his right but it's just because of the way the arm is curved yes that's the detail that i really like and his his left hand can hold his his force pike or his his pike that he's got his right hand is in more of a neutral position where he can like put it up on somebody's shoulder or something Mm -hmm. Uh, so i like that and they you know they've they've uh designed they've, they've delineated his fingers really well i feel like they did they did I, and you know the and and that material the the plastic rather is uh is shiny like his head so maybe it was just a design choice that they made maybe so hmm. uh, so I, let's talk about these pants now these maroon pants yes uh, and I love these maroon pants because I got to wear maroon pants in a play once <laughs> um it, it was it was a Sherlock Holmes play and I I was playing this uh the heavy like the the uh, a thug and I had these really tight maroon pants for some reason i was a hit with the audience i thought they were hilarious so uh his <laughs> pants on the front are uh, there's there's not a lot of uh not a lot of detail at all because they're they're pretty smooth except right around his knees where they tuck into his boots we've got some fold work there but for the most part on that they're they're smooth 
And then on the side, we've got stripes going down each side, kind of like the Karelian blood stripes that you see mm-hmm. on uh, Han Solo. And on the back, we've got, I don't know, what is that? Are those seams coming down the back? There's one coming down each leg. Yeah, so I I, I was trying to figure this one out, too. Um, I was looking to see if I could find reference photos of Barada um, from the set, and I couldn't find anything that showed the back of them. Uh, neither backpack canteen nor pants, but yeah, those look like some sort of like striping or pinstriping or like a sewn in seams that are a design choice put in that run over his buttocks and down his legs. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's odd, but it, it's, I, it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a way to go. I don't, it doesn't really serve a purpose, but you know, it's just a design. It's it's an interesting design. It's not something that, looking at it, it's not something that I think I would just put into a figure. But I, I'm guessing in this case, this is very much like Kenner is probably referencing, you know, a photo that they have from set. So with this, I'm going to say that it's it's sculpted because the character has pants that actually have that. It would have to be. It's such a weird idea. Yeah. Uh, the stripes going down each side. I think they're all the same color. I don't remember them being a different color on the figure that I gave E-Man. Yeah, no, they're all. It's all maroon. It's, it's interesting that they went to the trouble to sculpt that in, but didn't bother to color it. And maybe it maybe it's not supposed to be. But uh, I don't know. How does that how does that hit you? It, it doesn't bother me. Um, you know, we... Like it, it's one of those that I, in my searches, I couldn't find anything that showed that he had, um, striping on the, the, my main thing that I saw was that he does have a stripe, but it's blue pants with a red blood stripe on it. And so now we're just getting maroon pants with a stripe on it. It's just, it it's odd from the actual reference, you know, he's got blue pants and he doesn't have red right. pants at all. So it's. It's like one of those where it's like, um, you know, I guess I'm okay with it. Uh, I think the maroon kind of ties the look all together. And I think it's fine that they didn't color it because at this point, what would they color it? True. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's fine. Uh, It's unique and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really bother me. So I think I'm I'm, I'm good there. I think, I think Uh, now his boots. I was going to say, I think with colorization of him, he is, he is definitely off from the, the actual, um, what we got on film. Well, okay. I, okay. Yeah. I take it back. I take it back there. So I'm getting my, they're called Clatuians and I'm getting them. Clatuians or Clatuinians? Clatuinians. Okay. Um, there is one. I'm looking at a, a picture here of all the characters on the skiff that Luke is on. And there is a Klaatuian in the back that has maroon pants. And they're just basic maroon pants. There's another one that looks like he is from Java Selbarge. And he is the one that everyone thinks is the, the one from that skiff that has blue pants with the red blood stripe. Funny enough, both of them look almost identical with the exception of their pants. 
They probably are. They probably just changed the pans on them. So the reference picture that they, that Kenner used is the one. Wait, with the now blue you say pants. you kept saying Klaatuanians. Are you talking about Barada or Klaatu? Barada. So the character, the character's name is Barada. But he's not a Klaatuanian because Klaatu looked different. The two Klaatu figures we got looked different. Oh uh, no! What are they called? Oh, I'm 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 struggling here with what character names. Okay, the Baradas. Yes. So the um the the photo that they used of Barada is actually no. We we got it, folks. Just we, go back when you go back. Go back and re-listen and insert the word Barada whenever Taylor said Klaatu Indian. <laughs> right. Um, no, we're good. The the Brada they use for the reference photo is the one with the blue pants. However, there is one on the skiff that has a darker shirt that is on the skiff with Luke in them, and he has maroon pants. They're almost so identical. So they just kind of combined the two. They just yeah. kind of combined the two. Yep. Gotcha. All right. And so, real quick, his boots, uh, nothing really to write home about. They're, you know, they're typical black boots that we've seen from Kenner. Got some nice fold work there at the ankles, uh, at the front. Uh, and they've got a seam going around the top of them, uh, where at the cuff would be. And then his um, his weapon we've seen before. I think this Weequay had one of these, right? Uh, that one. The skiff battle guard battle Weequay, guard battle that was, uh, that was uh, Klaatu. Okay. Yeah. But we have seen it before. Yes. Weequay, I think, had the, the, the pike. That's right. Had the one, the axe, fibro axe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um... So there, there it is, folks. Uh, so let's talk, Taylor. Uh, what is your favorite feature about this toy? So I really like the um, the backpack and chest design. Like I, I dig that look a lot. Um, and I know that it's there's things like the way it's painted that are not like correct, but the actual sculpting of the the harnesses and the shirt and everything, I really dig that look a lot. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I, I I get that. For me, it's the combination of the yellow top with the maroon pants. That combination is just so unique, especially with his green skin. Mm-hmm. The green, yellow, and red is just such a unique combo. Um, it shouldn't really work, but for me, it does. I don't know that I would decorate with it, but I like it for this character. Yeah, it sort of gives him style. You know, it's interestingly enough. Like it's these are colors that we usually decorate in you know, every winter um, around Christmas time, but it just happens to be that these are more dull. The red and yeah, green are shade. complementary colors, which makes them stand out for one another. Right. So it's, it's kind of, and you've got the, yeah, the, the, and the light yellow in between just, yep. you know, it offsets it. Yeah. I, I like it. Uh, what is your least favorite feature about this toy? Uh, that next sculpt is, well, okay. I'm I'm almost feeling like I'm having to pull two. I'm going to choose one of my two. That strap not falling where it needs to fall on his back really bothers me. Okay. And I don't I don't think I think that is a mistake in sculpting. I really don't feel like it it lines up the way it's supposed to. Okay. For me, it's the the head being so shiny. Mm. I just think it, I, I, I don't understand it. It's not something we saw, uh, we see from Kenner on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that, I guess anytime we have a bald character, it's shiny, but it just, it, it like, you know, we both talked about it. It looks odd 
with this green skin. If it was, if it was, right. if he was a, 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 a human character, it might be a little less uh, of an issue, but um, yeah, it's, it just really doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I think um, with the coloring, cause it makes it any highlight makes them look shinier with that green. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so what, what do you feel like best exemplifies the Kenner line with this toy? You know, it, it, interestingly enough with this one, um, you know, they're basing it off a reference photo this feels off uh, versus what we've had with a lot of the other Kenner stuff. I mean, they're kind of giving us, you know, what what we need from our reference photos, but this one doesn't necessarily feel so much like one of the Kenner Star Wars action figures, to be honest. Okay, so it doesn't remind you of the Kenner line? Exemplify no, the Kenner line to you? It doesn't. This is the one that, in my opinion, kind of stands out because of the the stature and the the way he's built, and even you know the the change in reference. Like he doesn't. If if I didn't, if I got this loose and I wasn't as familiar with all the characters in Jabba's palace, I might not think this was Star Wars. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, for me, it's just that um, that they that that they keep sort of keying in on the technology. They keep pushing Mm -hmm. it forward. We got something here that we hadn't gotten before. That combination of the the red, the yellow, and the green. We haven't had that that, uh, combination before, and I think it works. And um, that that's what reminds me of the Kenner line. And I would have no problem believing this was a Kenner figure because just looking at it especially if he had his uh, accessory. Yeah. I think his accessory, yeah. in my opinion, is a dead giveaway, but if he didn't have it, I'd be a little confused. Okay. That's fair. So I'm always afraid to ask, is this toy cool? I think he's cool. As a, as okay. a matter of fact, when, when, you know, I checked out Elijah's, I was like, wow, this is actually really cool. But I agree. Yeah. I agree. This is a cool toy. It's one that doesn't get a whole lot of love, but uh, you know, coming out at the end of the line, like it did, they, there was a lot of good stuff going on here. And I think, I think Kenner did a good job issues that we have with it. Notwithstanding, I think it, it is a, a strong figure. And I think uh, to me, it looks right at home along with uh, weak way and uh, the two clatoos that we got. Um, I would have no problem buying that. This was a, a star Wars figure. So folks uh, that's it for Barada. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Head to the Facebook page and let us know if you think this looks like a Kenner star Wars figure. <laughs> and uh, if you have any in your collection, we'd love to see them and see if their heads are as shiny as the one Taylor now has. Or, or uh, even so see it, if the, the arms have yellowed with the body. Right, that too. <laughs> I'm thinking not because these probably didn't get played with nearly as much as the others. So uh, until next time for Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeff. Remember, they're not dolls. They're action figures. Action figures are very puffy sleeve shirts. And bulldog faces, which is awesome. <laughs> Good night, folks. Thank you for listening. For more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions, go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes. Email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at marvindogmedia. Follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia. 
This podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit